for those other girls who were really confused about what health means, who were searching for what health means, I wanted them to be able to listen and think, wow, like, this is what real health means to Ebony. You know, this is what real health means to this person. And that's really great. And I might take inspiration from that, but it's different for everyone. So what I need to do instead of looking outside of myself is look inside of myself for what I should do. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Health, Real Talk podcast. As you can tell by the voice, I'm not Ebony May. I'm Jordan Ebony's boyfriend, and today I'm going to be interviewing our podcast host. Ebony is a qualified nutritionist, podcast host, personal trainer, public speaker, and founder of Nourish and Brunch. Let's dive in. Hello, Ebony. I'd like to start with a big thank you for coming on as my guest. Thank you very much for having me. It's good to hear now, today, I'm going to ask you a few questions. We're going to go through your life. We're going to ask you get an understanding of what Ebony is, mm-hmm. who Ebony is, and what's her real health journey look like. How does that sound? Sounds great. Beautiful. <laughs> Let's start off with the question you ask all your guests. What does real health mean to you? I think it's sort of evolved for me what it means for me when I started talking about real health. Um, and we'll sort of get into it, a li- I guess, a little bit more maybe later about why I started the podcast and a bit behind that but to me real health originally I would say real because it's like an acronym for really excited about living and I think to me if somebody's really excited about living did you make that up yeah I did you did yeah good job I I mean like I haven't haven't coined it but like I'm yeah that's what I came up with I was like real health like really excited about living that's what it really is to me when it comes down to it it's about happiness it's about whatever it is for you. It's not Mm -hmm. one size fits all. There is not one diet. There is not one exercise routine that fits everyone. It's about doing things that make you happy. And at the end of the day, if like every time I see a client, every time a girl messages me, asks me something like the end of the day, I just want them to be happy and excited about their life because it's such a privilege that we're even here. So yeah, that's what it is to me. It's about being happy, living the best life that you can and being really excited about every single day because every single day is a gift. So it's more a lifestyle than a hobby or a way of living. Mm. It's how you live. It's how you help others and how you learn as well. Mm -hmm. Good to hear. Now, real recap. Mm -hmm. Let's hear yours. Past seven days, what have you learned? What have you done? Past seven days. um, I've been doing a lot for the podcast, like, since... You know, I've just have been having a little bit more time on my hands. It's been a big week for the podcast, hasn't it? It's been a big week for the podcast, yeah. You've hit a big milestone in um, your view account. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hit an amount of downloads that I guess I've been wanting to for a while, so that's pretty exciting. You, you set that goal early on, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. And it took a while to sort of get going with the podcast. I started in 2018. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but at the time, I mean, I listened back to those episodes and I'm like, oh my God, it's so bad and like the quality and stuff. But yeah, it was, it was very exciting. So I've just been putting a lot more time and energy into the podcast. Um, also making sure that I've got a lot of content and like useful, valuable content on my Instagram too. So yeah. um, that takes up a lot of time. And yeah, just the main thing, like, you know, cooking, doing a little bit of baking, yeah. exercising. Um, and I've recently got back into my meditation practice, which is making me feel really good. So that's pretty much been my week. Obviously, you said you got into meditation. Any other big wins for this week? Something you've improved at, a new hobby you've picked up, a new habit you've been able to develop? 
I think I'm getting really consistent with like going to bed at a good time. Yeah. Like my body now, and like you know this, yeah. I like fall asleep so early, but yeah. I think it's a good thing because I wake up really well rested. Um, and yeah, I guess like since I've been not working, because I had to get up so early with the gym at 6 a.m. Yeah. And yeah. then I sort of relaxed a little bit and slept in a little bit. So now I feel good. Like I'm going to bed at a really good time. I'm having a really good sleep. So I guess that's a really good um, habit. But also my journaling I've gotten back into and I'm loving that. Mm. So it's around 9, 9.30. Your ebony sleep co- clock kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. Outlock a lot. Outlock a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get very tired very easily. And then your wake up time, that's a bit different though. Like anywhere between 6.30 and 7.30 on some mornings. Yeah, it just depends. Like it, at the moment, I don't really have anywhere to be. So yeah. it's not, to me, I'm just not going to put that stress on myself. I like to just wake up when my body is ready. And a lot of the time it is between 6 and 6.30. I think there's a lot of other factors that go into it. Like if you have a big workout the day before, mm-hmm. you're sleeping in the next day. Yeah, <laughs> I've I noticed that a bit. When yeah. we, we have an active day. Ebb sleeping in. <laughs> yeah, well, because I need more sleep. Like, I've never been the type of person to, like, glorify not needing sleep. Like, I always yeah, definitely. need enough sleep and I love getting sleep. Like, literally since I was a kid, I need enough sleep. I could probably count on one hand the amount of times we've stayed up past midnight. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's I can't really think of more than two. Like Yeah, no, it doesn't happen very often at all. No. And I don't think we've ever slept in past nine. Maybe. De- oh, yeah. At the most. Yeah, that might be a once-off. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But that's the way I love it. Like, I love going to bed early and getting up early, and that's the way I've been since I was little. So there's a win. Have you had any challenges this week? I won't call it a loss. We'll call it a challenge. Anything you need to work on for the next week? Um, There's so much detail in this recap, but I love the prompts. So I'm going to have to take this on board. Um, Challenges this week. At the moment, things are going pretty Good. I think I've had like a few wins career wise, like not anything like super amazing, but I think that I've sort of started to put a lot more pressure on myself. And when things, it's like anything, like when you have it, something that happens, that's really great. It's kind of like, then your mind keeps on going, hey, what's the next thing you're going to do? What's the next thing you're going to do? Yeah. So I think like that challenges me a little bit, trying to just appreciate the good things that have happened and not mm. expect more and more and more. Okay. That's a good way to look at it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Don't try and be in a constant state of perfection. More mm. focus on be happy where you are. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's say you have a new f- few new listeners or people that just haven't gone back to those earlier episodes and heard the recap of your life. How about you introduce yourself to the listeners or reintroduce to some long-term listeners mm-hmm. um, and tell me about what stage of life are you at right now? Okay. Very nice. So, yeah, my name is Ebony May. I'm 22 years old. I'm a qualified human nutritionist and personal trainer. And I'm also getting my qualification to specialize in pre and postnatal care for PT and become a wellness coach, which is really exciting. I'm super passionate about women's health in particular. I love talking hormones, pregnancy, pre and postnatal, which is why I'm specializing in that. And I just, I guess, for me, my main goal is to help girls and women feel good in and about their bodies. And I think that when it comes down to it, like introducing myself as a person, obviously there's a lot more to me than career-wise, but it also permeates into my personal life, the fact that I really just want people to feel good in and about their bodies. Like 
if you ask any of my friends, like when they're not feeling well, I'll suggest like some herbs for them to get onto or like a special tea or... And a special lolly for when you're sick. Yeah. That tastes like <laughs> gross stuff. I'm not sure if I can swear on this podcast, but... We'll keep it PG, this yeah, one. Um, it does not taste very nice. Yeah, I just... I've... The passion that I have for health and wellness and nutrition and holistic foods is just so enormous that it is who I am as a person as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that some people, they let their... Win quotation marks work life overtake their personal life but that's not really what's going on here it's more like I'm just a very passionate person anyone who knows me knows that I'm super passionate yeah I guess that would sum up who I am that's good now I've got a few questions for you Mm -hmm. just to get what Ebony likes what Ebony doesn't like okay just get what sort of person she is Mm -hmm. so let's go start off sweet or savory sweet sweet what's your number one dessert it changes all the time because at the moment, like, like, I'm usually a chocolate person, but I'm not really on chocolate. Yeah, been, yeah no. Neither of us are. It's um, definitely peanut butter as of late. Yeah, but I would say more caramelly. So, like, maple syrup with peanut butter, I love. So, yeah. we'll say, we'll just say, like... Oh, you love those Twix off. Oh, um, yeah. The, um, the homemade Twix bars. Yeah, by Sophie Jane in her, her e-book, Oh, That Glow. Let's say, yeah, let's say them. They're so young. Okay, beautiful. Now... This one's got a little asterisk to it, uh-huh. but pa- pasta or pizza? Pasta or pizza. Oh, one thing that I didn't say in my intro is that I'm celiac, yeah. <laughs> which I guess is like a big part of my life because I think about it every day. Got to gotta live by it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, pizza or pasta is hard because you can have gluten-free pizza and pasta, and I love both of them. My family... The quality is definitely up there. Like, I've had a few really bad gluten-free pizzas, but then with you, depends where we're at. I've had some absolutely divine gluten-free pizzas. Yeah, definitely. So. It does not like um, it doesn't mean that it's not going to be good quality. One hundred percent. I don't know. It really depends how I'm feeling. Like I love buckwheat pasta and I love doing pesto or a really nice veggie-filled bolognese. Yeah. But I love pizza. I'm gonna have to go with pizza. You do love your homemade pizzas. Yeah, my family. We have a pizza oven, and whenever I'm there on a Friday night. Well, they do it all the time, but obviously I only do it when I'm there. Every Friday night is pizza night at our house, and it is a beautiful tradition, and I just love the whole thing. Righto. Another one. Gelato or ice cream? Ice cream. Ice cream? Mm-hmm. Really? I picked you for... Whatever Panna Or even a sorbet. Is. Whatever Panna is. Panna. Like I'll, is it, is that never, dairy-free? Yeah. Dairy-free ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like I'll never really have normal ice cream unless we're out somewhere and I know that they it doesn't have gluten in it. Another one, tea or coffee? Tea. Tea. Oh my god, tea. I knew 100%. the answer to that. Yeah. I love the taste of coffee, but I cannot drink coffee. I've had two coffees this year. Yeah, and they haven't. The first one was okay. The second no, one. No, the first one wasn't good. I remember we went to like that science thing afterwards, and I didn't feel well. Oh, was that because of the coffee? Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and it just like I had one a few weeks ago um, with a friend going for a walk in the morning, and I could not sleep that night. So. Yeah, I know. Well, I got the updates. Yeah. I can't sleep. Yeah, Jordan, I, know. I can't sleep. Yeah, I know. And Jordan, I, was, I shouldn't have had that coffee. It I was like 10.30pm and I was like, it's the middle of the night <laughs> and I can't sleep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I am glad, though, that you do like... What do, what do you get when I get a coffee? What's turmeric lattes. Turmeric lattes. Yeah. Exactly. Whenever they do serve them, they are hit or miss wherever the Yeah, the it definitely is. depends. But, yeah. 
So tea over coffee, 100%. I love the brand Clean Tea and I do Femme, that's called. And it's just like a hormone balancing tea. Uh, now, another thing to get an understanding of you. Mm-hmm. What's a hobby or two that you enjoy? What's a hobby that you associate with? This is really hard because... Yeah, that, I know you do have a lot of hobbies, a lot of things you do, but they don't sort of fit in that category of, oh, I like motorbikes or I like yeah, football. I love outdoors and like exercise just in general going for a walk yeah i love podcasting you do love podcasting does yeah take i up do a lot of time um but that's the thing like when people are like oh what are your hobbies they're all yeah it's hard to categorize in, in line with what i actually do yeah i do love music and i have played drums since i was uh, like 12 years old i just i don't really get to, oh not that i don't get time i don't have my kit in Geelong, so I never play. Um, and it's a bit obstructive having a drum kit. Yeah, it's not like I play the clarinet. Like, I'm not going to bring it with me to Geelong. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think uh, my there's not much the room in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love plants. Is that a hobby? Um, I know a lot of people would categorise it as a hobby. Yeah. More a lifestyle than a hobby. Okay. I've seen some crazy plant people. And I love cooking. Cooking. Oh, okay, a yeah, cooking's a big cooking one. That's definitely baking. something you and me both have in common. Yeah. I think the last week that we've hung out, there has not been a day where we haven't cooked at least two meals. Yeah, 100%. We love cooking. Reading. Oh, I love reading. You yeah, do I love do. Reading. And I've, I've recently gotten back into reading like quite a bit more. Um, and I made a bit more of a morning routine. So, and that, and reading's in that. And I love reading. Now, Eb, I'm going to get to the big questions here now. Mm-hmm. When did health and fitness become a priority for you? Everyone sort of started off with a bit of health, whether it's five when your mum says eat an apple rather than that cupcake. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts off knowing what health is, but when did it really become a priority for you? When did you associate it with who you were? Yeah, I think that there's been multiple moments where it's become really important to me or um, the level of importance has increased. Obviously, and I've spoken about this before, the reasons for myself getting into health and fitness wasn't really about actual health and fitness. It was a lot about aesthetics and... Which I think a lot of people associate with. You don't start, especially in high school, where that stuff matters mm. a lot more to you. Everyone starts getting, I'm going to eat healthy because I want to get a good body. I'm going to yeah. eat healthy because I want abs. Yeah. Um, but then I think a few things happen. So... I started to genuinely feel better. I started seeing a PT, her name's Vanda, who she has been an absolute role model to me ever and a mentor since I started seeing her. What's that, 18, 19, 20, 22, almost five years we've been friends. Yeah. And the more that I saw her, the more my fitness increased. And I was probably back then fitter than I am now, which is like a goal to get back there and like beat myself. Oh, but you're definitely stronger now. Oh, I don't know. Do you think? Mm, it'd be close. Strength would be close, but like I was real fit. Yeah. Um, and... It was, to me, it was like that functional fitness and, and, and strength. Like I just love, to me, it's like you only get to live one life and I feel like you may as well like be the most efficient version of yourself. Like yeah. that's what really excites me. It's better lived being able to run at the park with your friends or, you know, my, my younger siblings, for example, yeah. than having big muscles, but not being able to run anywhere because your muscles are so Yeah, big. exactly, yeah. exactly. And the, then if you do functional training, like it's fun and it's it's enjoyable. It's not just sitting in the gym lifting weights for hours on end. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, the gym should be fun, not something you sit in there doing two hours, doing yeah. a rigorous task just to look 
a tiny bit better than what you did yesterday. You should enjoy it. You should enjoy the result. Yeah. As well, I think, anyway. Exactly. And um, I think you feel the same way. 100%. Yeah. Um, but then as I started going through my degree, learning more about nutrition and just the importance of all of our nutrients and all the roles that they play down to amino acids. And, you know, I was vegan for a little bit. I turned off vegan just because of health reasons. It, it's only become increasingly more important to me. My grandmother has dementia, um, which is one of those diseases that they say is lifestyle related. And so many diseases that people have is lifestyle related. And to me, it's like, well, if we can, if we can give ourselves the best chance, like, yeah, we could all get hit by, we could have been hit by a bus yesterday. Like, that means we're, we're dead, but like we have, what can we control? You know, you can't control these things. What can we control is feeling our body really well, respecting our body. And by respect, I mean, yes, loving yourself and, you know, mantras and whatever, but also just giving ourselves good food and moving your body. Um, yeah, every single day I feel like I have more of a, pre- more of a pr- appreciation for my body and looking at my parents, um, they're like, they're not that old, but like they're, still very active, I just can't imagine. Better watch when you say what you say. I think your mum listens to this. No, 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 they're not old. They're not old at all. But I look Are at you my calling, No, no, no. Calling I'm not no, they're not old at all. I look at my mum and she's really turned herself around in terms of health. It, I don't think it was really a priority for her. It's definitely a huge focus for her now. Oh my gosh, one hundred percent. And I look at her and like it's so funny because I we when I was living at home I like when I was 18, I bought this like bone broth online and I went down to tell mum all about the bone broth and then she pulls it out of the pantry like she already had it. <laughs> so we're so similar. And to me, she's such an inspiration to me because she turns the, her, everything around for herself. Um, and I just think, why, yeah, why wouldn't you do the things that you can do to like guarantee better quality of life? Like everyone can thrive instead of just surviving. And that's what I want to do. So would you say you're around 18 when it really became a huge factor in your life? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, and that's when I started delving into it. But it's yeah. just in terms of importance and making health a priority, like the actual physical health of my body, Yeah. it's only become more and more important. So yeah, I guess 18. And the other thing was like when my skin was like at its worst, yeah. that was just signifying to me like, yes, I wanted to fix my skin because I didn't want to have pimples, but I was like, something's wrong and I want to fix it. And that's been a journey that I've been on for so long. But yeah. That brings me to my next point. What were some of the struggles you went through early on? I know skin, and that's still something you definitely are trying to work on now. And yeah. it's a huge focus at the moment. Mm-hmm. What are some other struggles you went through? Um, I think that, so going back, yes, I felt like I was a little bit overweight. Um, and I wasn't, but no, I'm not saying that I was fat like at all, but I think I was such a stick as a kid. Like, I was one of those girls at dan- dancing who, like, would do hip-hop and look silly because I had absolutely no curves. Like, I was just a stick. And All legs and arms. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I was just a little bit older than the girls in my dance group. So, yeah. like, I looked tall, lanky, skinny, no curves, like, awkward. I looked so, you associated yourself with a, a tall, lanky, yes. skinny person. Yeah. yeah. Or even though my two best friends, Tess and Sarah, were quite a lot taller than me, I still yeah. felt tall and lanky. Like, when you go into dancing, it's like, it's not just like at school. Like, you're literally wearing, like, bikinis as a costume. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, it's, yeah. it's, it's where, like, you, I guess, where my first body image things came from. And I know it sounds, it's, I'm coming from a place of privilege because I didn't have, like... Um, issues with being overweight but I honestly was like self-conscious and I looked at girls who had like more like of a curvy body and I was like oh I'm so jealous because they look so much cooler than I do I think a lot of people can associate that Mm. with that as well especially myself I was definitely I was a chubby kid 
mm. and a chubby adult, <laughs> as you know, <laughs> back in my early days in the health, health lifestyle. Um, so a lot of people, they do feel chubby and they want to lose weight. And that's usually where it starts. Mm-hmm. People want to lose a bit of weight and then they uncover all this wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And it turns into, oh, I want to lose a bit of weight too. I want to live my best life. I want to live yeah. my healthiest oh, life. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. But like for yeah. me, it was like, if I hadn't been such a twig of a kid, it probably wouldn't have made a difference. But because I went yeah. from being a twig of a kid to then having like a little bit of excess weight, like that really made me self-conscious. So that was the first like struggle. And then I went through like, um, you know, diving into health and fitness, enjoying it. Um, I think I went through a phase where a struggle of mine was being too fixated on a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. And that in to turn the point wasn't where healthy. Prevented you from enjoying your actual life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I remember I missed a workout class once um because of someone and i ended up just like crying because i i missed the class and that's when it turns not a healthy lifestyle to an unhealthy lifestyle yeah Yeah. and i think i definitely turned that around i think when i lived on college and i lived a very unhealthy lifestyle sort of balanced itself out um and then uh definitely my skin was and still is today like touch wood is nowhere near as bad as it was but it's still something and I don't think it'll I'll ever grow out of this now I remember when I was younger because my skin was never an issue until I was probably 20 20 um and before that people always used to compliment my skin like mm. growing up and like yep. 17 18 19 and it just it was nothing never something that I noticed about people yeah do you think you took it for granted oh 100% because now as soon as I see someone the first thing I notice is their skin the first yeah. thing I compliment about someone is their skin and like the day that like my skin is like perfect. I, I like and someone compliments it, I'll literally probably break down and cry. <laughs> well, and I that, compliment it all the time. Yeah, I know, but like that's you. And like when I like when I have like glowing skin and like when it gets to the point where I'm really happy with it and someone compliments me, like I'll like a stranger's like, oh wow, you've got really nice skin. Like mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna probably hug them and start crying. Yeah, I think everyone has that thing that they're self conscious about. Yeah, everyone Whether, has that one thing for yeah, sure. Like I know. The big thing that I remember when you came home from your first week of personal training and you had those two clients that said they wanted to improve posture and never in my, personally, I'd never thought, I really want to improve posture. And everyone's different. Mm. Everyone wants to improve something different, you know, whether it be losing fat, gaining muscle. Yeah. You know, and that was the thing that I was subconscious about. They would like, they would, like look at themselves yeah. in the mirror and be like, oh my gosh, my posture is so bad. And it's just yeah. so crazy because like I look at them and I would never have thought that. Like there's no way I would have been like, oh girl, we've got to work on your posture. But yeah. it just, every time they walk past the mirror, they probably check their posture. Yeah, just like yeah. every time I walk past the mirror, I, I look at my skin. And I'm a lot yeah. better now. But if you're going through a, like a patch where your skin is like not great, like I feel for you 100%. And I think I'm going to do some more episodes on skin. I think so too. It's because, a big part of what you focus your health yeah, on. Yeah, and when yeah. I get messages from girls, a lot of it is about skin-related things. So yeah. stay tuned. Back in those early days, mm-hmm. you're obviously you're, you go from you know having unhealthy habits to trying to improve yourself each week, trying to develop, get something new. Yeah. What are some early habits that you set up for yourself and that you still continue to this day that had like a huge improvement on the way you live and your lifestyle? I think just positivity is one. Yeah. Like coming through from gratitude or whatever that comes from. Um, yeah. Because as I... I, the way that I describe my journey in terms of my career mm-hmm. is that I just stumbled from one thing to the next 
and it was professionally what I wanted to do, but it was personally what I needed. And when I stumbled into nutrition, it was what I needed. And then I stumbled into PT, it was what I needed. And yep. now I'm in a place where mental health, wellness, um, and all of that side of things, mindset, goal setting, that is my passion. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean that I don't care about nutrition or don't care about fitness. More so that I think I've learned things in the reverse order. Um, that, yes, nutrition is so important. And yes, exercising is so important. But I used this analogy the other day. Like, it's not like people who are overweight are sitting at home wondering if it's healthier to eat an apple or a Mars bar. Yeah. Like, that's not what they're struggling with. It's it comes to a the... deeper level. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. all about mindset, motivation, yeah. create, creating a strong why. Um, all of those things are things that I'm so passionate about. But positivity was the start of that. Yeah. Because I think yeah. that, that if you get up and you feel good mentally, then you want to feel good physically. And so that was one. Yeah. Walking in the morning as well. Um, my gap year religiously walked every single morning. Um, yep. And I do that still to this day. And I absolutely love it. Like, yeah, it's a great way to start your day. Oh, whether it be with a podcast. In, listen to a potty. Or you walk with someone else. And you walk with someone else. Talk on the phone. That was, that's been, yeah, 100%. That's a habit. Um, just moving my body regularly. Yeah. Something that I started doing. Um, but finding exercises that I actually enjoyed and filling my plate with nutritious foods and different colored foods. And, and I think I had like a preconceived idea of what healthy was. And I, th- I, I don't like raspberries. Like I, I don't really like the flavor of raspberries. I think okay. I could have them with other things. Yeah. It sounds like it's on a tangent, but it's not. And I remember one day, like I researched how to lose weight, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I, yeah. I blended together raw broccoli frozen raspberries and water and drank it. Yeah. And that's dank. So I think yeah. finding foods that I love and, and because that to me, that's a form of self-love and a form of self-respect. If you're shoving something into your body that you hate, it's not going to be very happy with you. Exactly. It could be healthy. I'm doing the finger thing. Inverted commas. Yeah, but it's not very healthy for your mind when you're eating something you hate and you're exactly. forcing yourself to eat something because it's going to make me lose weight. Yeah, 100%. That's a habit that you set up. What's a habit that you had to break early on? What's something that you did that was unhealthy or that just wasn't in line with your goals that you struggled with breaking and how did you do it? So that's definitely a habit that I had to... I still think I have it. And it's a con- mm. I think it'll always be a constant thing. My sister and I, my older sister, we always say that like we just have massive portion sizes. Like yeah. if you give Taylor a pot of beef stroganoff she could probably polish off the whole thing and I think just our family genuinely did eat like bigger portion sizes so to me I had to be able to realize and I've done a lot of research since then you know when am I hungry when am I full actually listening to my body because I used to just eat and eat and eat and eat and when I fell into the love with nutrition I was like oh yeah it's healthy food it's fine Mm. but I was still overeating um and that's that's not how it works just because it's healthy of course doesn't mean you can eat it's, as much of it as you can fit in your stomach. And it's better than eating a bunch of McDonald's for sure, but it's yeah. still, it's not great to overeat and you need to work out why you're overeating. And to me, that was just a habit. So sometimes, yeah, I overeat. Like if I'm eating something that I really enjoy, then I will have too much. Like for lunch today, we had tacos. I probably didn't need to eat the rest of the, like yeah. stuff in the bowl. But <laughs> Scrape like, the bowls dry. And then have like six pieces of beetroot. But like, yeah. <laughs> it was I think so it was a bit more than six. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> but it was really yum. So I did. Um, and that's the other thing. Like, yes, I was eating too much and that is a habit. And I don't do it nearly as much now. Yeah. But just like there's, you need to stop putting stress on yourself. 
to like restrict and that is not what I'm about at all. But I was eating too much. That was a habit. And that's a habit that I've since broken. But sometimes we still grapple. Well, how did you break it? Is it... I know a lot of people that have smaller plates. or they have smaller bowls in their house. Yeah. Well, or they only cook using, you know, the portion size of their hand or their thumb, etc. What, what do you do to make sure you don't eat too much? Yeah, it was nothing crazy. Like, I never weighed my stuff or anything. But, yep. like... I used to just get so satisfied by seeing a massive bowl of something that I felt like I needed to eat the whole thing. So what yep. I do now is just I have like a small, literally have a small portion. Yeah. And if I, I have to wait a little bit and if I genuinely feel like more food, I'll go and get it. But I promise you, if you have that small bowl first and then not even small bowl, but like a normal good size portion bowl, and then you sit, you have some water and you wait 10, 15 minutes, you won't go have that next bowl. It's all in the moment that you want that yeah. food. Yeah, when you... A food oh, coma a is not stomach. something that you should have every time you eat, and no. I did. Yeah, not something healthy. It's enjoyable at the time, but not a bit later when you need to go to the toilet. And it's, yeah. No, no, no. no. Can we just take a little tea break? I'm parched. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I've been sipping away, but you haven't had any. Anyway. Yeah, I know. And- okay, we are back, but side note, the washing machine just started, so apologies. Yeah, it does. It's like a bit of a... Whoa, 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 <laughs> I'm sure that yeah. they can hear it. Yeah. If you can hear it, yeah. If you can't, oh, yeah, they might be like, oh, I can't hear anything. Good, that yeah. was a very good interpretation. Right. Now, back to the serious questions, Ebony. Stop avoiding them. Mm-hmm. This podcast itself. Yes. It's very important to you. I've mm-hmm. seen how much time it takes up and how dedicated you are to it. Mm-hmm. When did that sort of first form? When did you first think to yourself, I should do a podcast? So I started it in October 2018. I think that I wanted to do it most of 2018. I started studying in 2017, but it's sort of... That's your nutrition degree. Yeah, but it got a lot more specific in terms of nutrition in 2018. And I thought, wow, like I was starting to get a few questions, like not many, Yeah. but I was starting to get a few questions and I was like, oh, this would be really cool if I had somewhere to direct people, like where they could get more information. Yeah. What were your sort of initial challenges on setting it up? I think that I was just, I've, I've gotten to a place now where I'm very confident on yep. social media, on my podcast. Like I don't have a ton of followers and that doesn't bother me. I'll still pop on my stories. I'll still post things on Instagram. I'll still, you know, go and, and, and talk on my podcast. But at that stage, that really scared me. And I look at some videos of myself talking to the camera, like yeah. on my phone. And it's so funny because I have this like really quiet, like, guys um i just wanted to pop on yeah like like, it does not sound like me at all almost like you were shy to talk yeah and i'm not a shy person but i think what i've really tried to work on is whenever i do talk on my social media or on my podcast i like to just talk as much as i can to the person that i am like i don't want to have a facade or anything like that and i think that i do pretty well at that obviously sometimes my mom says i put on like a talking voice but okay i don't want to sound unprofessional like, it doesn't not sound like me. If you see me in the street, like, you're not going to be like, oh, my God, this doesn't sound at all like you. But, like... I think the only difference I notice is you you have a very serious business tone throughout the entire podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, where if you 90% listen to a... of our conversations are stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Where, yeah, if you listen into a normal conversation that you and I had, we would not hold that tone of voice right, the entire time. I wouldn't be like, time. so, Jordan... When we're thinking about what we're going to have you for dinner. You wouldn't call me Jordan for, yeah. for starters. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, confidence was something that I really had to conjure up. Um, and and I was really scared. The other thing I was really scared about, because I was still studying, so a lot of um, 
thoughts came into my mind, like, who are you to start a podcast? Why are you doing this? Um, And I think a lot of that's gone now because I actually have two qualifications and I'm only learning more and more every day. And the other thing is that I've I've never, ever said, hey, guys, this is your one-stop shop for everything nutrition, everything health. I'm a genius. I know everything. Exactly. And you're still learning as well. And I'm sure a lot of the things you've learned is because of the podcast. Someone's sending a question. Mm. You don't know the answer. So you research it. Or you're touching on a subject on your podcast and it's given you more of a chance or an opportunity to research that subject. Yeah. And they say that the best way to learn is by teaching. And it's not that I teach on here or preach on here, but when I do an episode, I research it and I want to make sure that I fully understand it so that I can convey it in a way that makes sense in lay terms. And that's been a really great thing for me. Like, yeah, like you said. Um, But yeah, I guess those are the main challenges. Yep. Do you remember who your first guest was? Yeah, my first guest, and this was episode two, was Miranda Greeley, which is my friend from Albury, who yeah. is a um, a crystal lady. She Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. Miranda. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to bring up the crystal phase of your life later on in the podcast. Okay. That, I came in on the tail end of that, Yeah. but I would like to touch on it a bit further. But yeah, t- talk to me more about um, your crystal guest. Yeah, Miranda. We, Miranda. Miranda and I met... In 2002, no, I'm just kidding now. <laughs> when you fall, five? <laughs> no, we met in um, 2017, the end of 2017. Um, and it's when my sister and I were doing, we when we had our business, May Louise, when we were doing a pop-up store. And yeah, we just hit it off because she loves everything like natural health and well-being and crystals and all that sort of stuff. And then... Yeah. Yeah, we really hit it off, and I just loved that she had so much knowledge about crystals. And there's still something today that I love, but I was I went I, that's when I started getting into spirituality, into crystals, and all that yep. sort of stuff. And I just wanted to have her on the podcast because she's an amazing woman. And yeah, she's actually pregnant. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, congratulations, Marina. Expecting a little bub, so yeah. that's so exciting. Um, and she runs the Goddess Emporium in Albury. So if you are in New South Wales, well. <laughs> more specifically Albury, Wodonga area, then go to the Goddess Emporium and get yourself some crystals because they're beautiful. What is a crystal that you recommend for those listeners that don't know much about crystals? Um, I think that if you don't know much about crystals, you should you should research, research and find it? one okay, that's yeah. like uh, relates to you at that point in time. Yep. Do you remember who your first guest was that you didn't know before having them on the podcast? Because I know a lot of your guests, you do know them, but you know, you've got met them through association, through the podcast itself. Do you remember your first guest outside of Miranda? Yeah, well, the next guest was Kimberly Wenya, yep. who I actually went to one of her meetups. Okay. She's a manifestation coach. Yep. Um, and yeah, I had her on and that was really cool. That was really special to me. We had met a few times, but we, it's not like we knew each other really well. So with the podcast, why did you start a podcast? Obviously you could blog or you could have a YouTube channel. Why a podcast? Why did you go into this media? Well, to me, I loved listening to podcasts. Yeah. Um, and they weren't, it wasn't at the time where podcasts are the way they are now. No. So it was 2018. Was two I definitely ago. didn't listen to podcasts on the regular in 2018. Yeah. Um, but to me, it was just, I loved how easy it was. You know, your YouTube video is great, but 
you have to sit and watch and dedicate your time to that. Yeah. Whereas like you can be cleaning the house listening to a podcast and yeah, it's just something that I love talking. And yeah. for me also, I actually did my work experience at a radio station because I thought that was what I wanted to do. Yeah. And like when I'm on my podcast, I, I feel like I've got my own radio show and yeah. that fulfills that, that part of me. Like if one day... I have my own radio show. That would be really, really cool. Like, I don't know, maybe one day. But yeah, so, and that's, I did work experience there and it was literally, I was seriously considering doing that for a career. Um, and yes, yeah, so that's one of the reasons. Um, and in terms of like, not just like why podcast, but like, why did I start the podcast? And like, who is the podcast for? That's changed also, but the reason, so it's called the Real Health Resort Podcast, obviously. Yep. And the first question I ask every guest is, what does real health mean to you? And that's because when I was really confused about health, I turned to a bunch of different sources and my goal was to find the right diet, the right type of exercise, like the right mindset, like the one way to do things right. Um, and I actually start, that's one of the reasons I started studying. And I thought I would come out of university not only with a degree or come out of PT, not only with a qualification, but an answer. And really, there isn't one because nobody can tell you, you can't go and learn a university degree that's tailored to you. Well, there's no one answer, is there? No, there's not. And your answer, you might have an answer for it today, personally, but your answer will be different tomorrow. Yeah. What you're doing today won't necessarily what you want to do tomorrow or what you want to do 12 months from now. Yeah. So I guess for those other girls who were really confused about what health means, who were searching for what health means. I wanted them to be able to listen and think, well, like, this is what real health means to Ebony or this is what real health means to Ashy Bynes or, you know, this is what real health means to this person. And that's really great. And I might take inspiration from that, but it's different for everyone. So what I need to do instead of looking outside of myself is look inside of myself or what I should do. Like, you might have some specific health needs. You might have, like, dietary requirements. You might have, you know, like, mental health things that you need to address. Like, everyone is so different. So when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle, there is no one-size-fits-all. There is no one-size-fits-all approach to being happy and healthy and really excited about life. So that's why I started it. Yeah. Going forward, do you see any changes for the podcast? Do you see a change in format? I don't know, any, anything coming forward that the listeners might be interested in? I think that, well, if you have been listening since the start, thank you, um, but it's it has become more structured and yeah. I think I want more of that. I also want it to be more value. I want each episode to have a point that people can take out of it. So I am putting so much more time than I used to into it and like consistency every Wednesday, every Friday, there's an episode and that takes so much time and effort, but oh, yeah, it does. that is, <laughs> that is what I want to um, do. I want to do more of that. I want to have more amazing guests and I want it just to be, yeah, a place for young girls and, and women more generally. And, and even if there's boys or men listening, um, it's, I want this to be a place where they can, ease their confusion and ease their overwhelm for the health industry and just take it back and maybe learn about one topic at a time. Like if you're really confused about emotional eating, let's talk about it. Like listen to it, let's break it down. If you want to know how to be more confident in yourself, I've got an episode on that. Self-love, I've got an episode on that. Like, And then we've got interviews where you can take inspiration, take motivation from other people. But at at the core of it, it's what what you're working out what real health means to you if somebody says something and you think wow and that lights you up 
then that says something and that's what real health might mean to you. It might be an element of what that means to you. But also, I just want it to continue being what it is for at the start, just more polished and more structured. And every day it's going to get better. Like when I listen to the first episode, as I said, it's not the best, but yep. yeah. I want it to be a place that brings all the multifacetedness of health together and eases people people's confusion. Okay, we've touched on so who you are as a per- person, your career, your goals, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to know what it's like a day in the life of Ebony May. So, first thing, talk to me about your eating, your diet, your intake. Touch on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just quickly, one, I don't measure my food or count macronutrients. Mm-hmm. I never have, probably never will, but never say never. Um, I also, it varies between seasons, between days. I'm, I fluctuate a lot, but I've recently found something that I love, like yeah. a way of eating that I really like. Typically, day on the plate. I do like to fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'll do a whole episode on, on fasting and, and the benefits of it. Yeah. For me, I like exercising first thing in the morning. Yeah. And I don't like to eat before I exercise. Yeah. And after I exercise, I don't feel like eating food straight away. Yeah. So that sort of is part of it. But um, what time do you usually fast to? So it, it really depends on what yeah. I've got going on during the day. When I was like, yeah, it just it just depends. So let's say, um, let's talk about yesterday for a reference day. So I actually like an actual day on the plate. So um, I love trying to build my plates from whole foods and vegetables mm-hmm. and making sure I'm getting as many micronutrients as possible. Um, and that comes from a lot of colors and a lot of vegetables and a lot of different types of vegetables. So like your cruciferous vegetables or more of your, like your um, unrefined carbohydrates. And um, what was that first type? The funny word you said? Cruciferous vegetables. Yep. So that's like your cauliflower, your broccoli, okay. those types of foods. And they're really good at um, the phase two liver detoxification. Yep. Um, so clearing the pathways in your liver to make sure that you have room to like sieve things out and get rid of um, your like toxins in your body. Yeah. Uh, so where was I? Yeah, I like to build my my um, plates from that. Um, typically for breakfast, it will either be something like an acai bowl smoothie, yep. or it's starting to get a little bit cold. I might have eggs, gluten free toast, and avocado, or I will have a bowl of vegetables. Like, um, which sounds really boring, but I love seasonings. I think. Yeah, we're not talking about boiled cabbage and. Yeah, no. Here, are we? Like, yeah. So, like, pumpkin, sweet potato, desiree potato, which is just a type of white potato. Um, I love bok choy. Yeah. I love spinach. And I love. What is something else that I. Yeah, I think that's like my main ones. I chuck them all in the oven. Bunch of spices, olive oil, love it. Put it on, mm-hmm. and I'll either have hummus or a pea puree. Season with it. that stuff up. Mm-hmm. I make a really nice pea puree sauce. Which has like zucchini in it, peas, of course, basil. Anyway, that that I will have for breakfast um, or I might even throw... I love doing roast vegetables with um, on toast. Now, this, this is breakfast. This is breakfast. Mind you, you've touched on smoothies. I love a smoothie. Mm-hmm. What's your go-to smoothie? Go-to smoothie is one or half banana. Depends how cheeky I'm feeling. Yeah. Probably... Frozen? Frozen. Frozen, yeah. Frozen. 100%. I don't know how... Like, it's not bad having a room temperature banana. <laughs> <laughs> sounds yeah, weird guess, to say. Yeah, I guess uh, that's what I'm saying. But a frozen banana 
10 times better. Oh, 100%. Once you, I feel like once you've had a frozen banana smoothie, you can't go back. No. It no. tastes different. It's not just a temperature it thing. It is a temperature thing, but it's not just a it temperature thing. It thickens up the smoothie. And it tastes different. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. Okay, we, so. We can't go into smoothies too much. Okay, yeah. this is a quick smoothie recipe. This is what I love. I might throw other things in, but on a typical day-to-day. It's mm. got a banana in there. It's frozen. I've got almond milk in there, maybe a cup depending. Um, a big bunch of spinach, yep. baby spinach. You can't, you, you taste, can't it. taste it. You no, can't okay. taste it and extra nutrients. So there, boom. If you have a cup or even two cups, shove that in there, that's one to two serves of vegetables. I know sometimes when I tell people, yeah, I'll put spinach in my smoothie, they dry reach. Yeah. No, you cannot taste it. You can't it. taste it. No. Get it in there. That's one to two serves of vegetables done. You're meant to be having five minimum. Okay, so help yourself out. Have it at breakfast. Um, I'll have a tablespoon of peanut butter. And eat a tablespoon as well. Yeah, I love my peanut butter. <laughs> um, maca powder. It's an adaptogen. Great for your hormones. Um, and what else do we have? A collagen powder. Drew's mm, out on collagen powder. but Do, I thought do you normally put protein in your breakfast smoothie as well? Or is that a sometimes thing? Uh, yeah, well, I've gotten back into putting protein in. Um, so, yeah, I'll put protein in there. Have I said protein yet or not? No. Protein. Um... And cacao powder, if I want like a choc peanut a butter. Taste, yeah. But yeah, choc peanut butter, always that's the way to go. Um, and that's pretty much, I think that's all that I put on my smoothies. Yeah. Or loving earth drinking chocolate, might put a spoonful of that in instead of cacao powder. That's yeah. really, really nice. Um, but that's my go-to smoothie. As long as it's got like some, I might, oh, the other thing I like to do is chucking it um, once you've, blitzed it, pop it in a glass and then mix in some um, chia seeds, increase yeah. fiber, increase omega-3. Makes it look cooler as well. Makes it, looks cool. Put makes it look cooler. You get fuller for longer. Yeah. Um, and also avocado in my smoothies because healthy Once fats. again, can't taste it. Can't taste it. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. extra healthy fats to your smoothie. Yeah. Now, let's go to lunch. What does a typical lunch look like for Abby? Typical lunch. Um, I don't like to have meat at lunch no. times no. i try not to have i try to reduce my meat and we've been we've been really good at this accidentally just we just have not been craving yeah meat. yeah we did it we didn't even notice we hadn't had meat in a few days until yeah. we actually went back and looked at what we were eating yeah um so and it's also a really seasonal thing i love a good salad yep love a good salad what's your go-to salad um like heaps and heaps and heaps of like like a huge bowl of mixed lettuce not mixed lettuce, um, mixed greens, salad greens, mm-hmm. and then olive oil, and then you massage it. Oh, yeah, this is a technique you taught me. Yeah. It makes it way better. Decreases the volume, it tastes better, and then it, you like, it's more Put your greens less. in, you just tip olive oil, and you scrunch it up, mm-hmm. mixes it in. Massage, oh, mas- yes. Yeah, sorry, massage it in. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Um, and then I might put nuts and seeds in there. I like to do seed cycling, so quickly, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness. Won't go into seed cycling, but quickly it's just having like certain seeds on the first half of your cycle that increase the hormone that you need in the first half of your cycle and vice versa for the second half of the cycle. Um, so yeah, I like to put nuts and seeds in there. Um, I might use tuna yep. um, and then roast vegetables. The ones you had for breakfast, chuck them in there. Um, mm-hmm. You want to make sure you've had as many. If you can have your five serves before dinner, oh, that's so good. Easy. You're yeah, laughing. Yeah. You're yeah. laughing because then you're just going to do... Because we do probably need more than five serves, but that's minimum, you know? Um, what about a dressing? I, olive oil, lemon olive juice. Oil? Greek yogurt? Nah. Nah. I, I try not to have too much dairy. I try not yeah, to have too much dairy. Um, nutritional yeast, I love that. Put that on there. Um, and then alternatively, I'm loving soup at the moment, so a vegetable soup, maybe oh, for yeah. lunch. It's definitely the season for soup. Yeah, loving it. My mum makes the best veggie minestrone. Delish. Um... 
and yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much what I would have for lunch. Or like I might have like rice cakes with yeah. avocado and tuna. Just really depends. Yeah. Um, and then dinner. Moving on, if I am having meat that day, might have salmon, might have barramundi, might have steak, uh, might have. So this is really where you get the bulk of your meat in. Yeah, if, you if I'm eating meat. That's yeah. when I'm probably going to have it. It's going to be with some vegetables, and I try and have lots of vegetables there. Um, so for dinner, we at home a lot. We have like cabbage, carrot, zucchini, um, and yeah, just stack stack up on vegetables there. And then I might have a little dessert, and maybe yeah. like a dessert during the day. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that was my next point. Are you gonna like do you snack? Like you're a big snacker. Not you? really. You know, I reckon maybe it's just with me. You get in the mood where you want to snack a lot. Well, yeah, but like when I like, for example, when you're at work and like I'm at your house, I don't snack. Like yeah. I eat it fast. I okay. fast yeah. and I have breakfast, and then I might have a, like a little snack at three thirty. Yeah. Then I'll have dinner. Yeah. And like I, I really, if I have a good, and this is why I need to eat like full meals. If I just snack throughout the day, one, I don't feel satiated. Two, it disrupts my tummy, and three. I would That's just... where the portion control comes yeah, in because exactly. you're not eating too much. Exactly. Or too little. Can I have my tea? You may. What about tea during your day? Oh, yes. As I said, the brand Clean Tea I love and I use the one for them because it's really great for hormone balancing. Beautiful. Day in the life, eating, tick. Let's move on to exercising. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is something that changes. I know... Me personally, I'm always doing something different. Sometimes it's cardio, sometimes it's lifting weights, sometimes it's a mix of both. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing lately? Thank you, Jordan Gav Health. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your podcast, not mine. No, 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 no. I'll just ask questions no, and shut I up. No, no, I liked it. Um, exercise, walk in the morning, yep. always. I go through phases of loving running. I'm not in one of those phases at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bit of a. I love going for a run in the morning, and like the other morning, we went for a run. We made maybe kilometer, kilometer up and half. Two kilometers. Oh, okay, two kilometers up the road. I turn around. There's Ebony walking, maybe five hundred meters behind me. No, nah, that's probably maybe hundred meters behind me. Yeah, I just so I just wasn't feeling it, and it was really which is fair enough. Running is one of those things where you if you're not feel feeling it, it and yeah. we didn't have music by the way, guys. So. I was happy with that, but... I wasn't. Like, I need to be in the zone. I prefer to run alone. I must be honest. I prefer to run alone. Yeah, that's 100%. fair enough. Um, but alas, I walk first thing in the morning and I just love it. I just honestly cherish that time. And even when I'm in a phase of running, I'll probably still do that walk in the morning and then I do a run. How long or how far roughly do you walk? I try to do... So it works out to be about five kilometers. Well. Wow. I do about 45 to an hour every morning. Okay, right. Oh, I do the small block, which is like 20 minutes. But I don't really do that very often. I, yeah. I, I like to have that whole amount of time. So every morning when I wake up, I do meditation, I journal, and then I go for my walk. And it's like that time to solidify those things. Anything that's come up in meditation or journaling, I get to solidify mm-hmm. that. And it's just the time that I'm by myself. And my little sister will tell you, a lot of people will tell you in my life, I need my alone time. Yeah. And that is when I get that. Like going for a walk, it just it really like releases a lot of tension for me. And I, it just makes me feel really happy. Um. So that's your morning exercise mm-hmm. done. Oh, but then I will do a workout in the morning as well. Yeah. So unless I have something on that so I can't like, work out like, in the morning. When you go for a walk, it's usually what, around 7? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's pretty early. I'll get, it will, or even before 7. I'm getting yep. home before 8 a.m. usually. Yep. Um, and then I will come home. I'll probably eat something 
Or like if I'm having juice that morning, because I do like to have juice sometimes. That's another thing I didn't say don't play. If I'm at my mum's mm. house, she loves juicing and she has a, um, a juicer where it keeps all the fly breaks just cold press. So yeah, we'll have kale, um, cucumber, a real like mean green it's actually called. And it's like, Jaw doesn't like it. It tastes funky it's as hell. Really, it's really great for you. You're getting all that nutrient straight into your body. It's very low fruit. I don't like juicing fruit because then it, the blood, you, um, the sugar just goes straight into your bloodstream. It makes it even higher GI. But this is pretty much just veggies. Yeah. So, anyway, exercise. Back to exercise. So, I will yeah. come home from my walk and I'll like make sure I've had a lot of water. And then, yeah, I go down and do my exercise. At the moment, all home workouts and I'm loving them. I love doing like body weight, just mixed like maybe and i have like a few dumbbells and stuff like that and you do you usually make up your own or do you go off um a workout oh usually i make my own and that's part of the fun of it for me is i love making workouts um but one thing i've realized is that when i start sometimes i do workouts that i've made for clients and then i'm like oh my goodness that was killer (laughs) working your clients a bit too hard yeah definitely but you've got some good ones up on your instagram that you filmed the other day yeah i do plug there if you guys would like a good um workout go have a look at my instagram i have heaps on there actually um and yeah that's that's the kind of stuff that i love i love burpees squats resistant bands i've been getting into um oh those resistance bands are a killer yeah. I'm going to have booty galore. If <laughs> booty you keep, galore. Booty galore if you keep working me on those. Um, and then I like ending with like sprints or something because even if I'm just doing resistance, I love finishing with cardio because then you feel It's a good sweaty. way to end, yeah. yeah. You're absolutely exhausted, you're sweaty, Knackered. you're puffing, mm-hmm. you end on a high. Yeah. Um, do you usually work out in the afternoon or do you kind of keep it in the morning? I don't like working out in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, which is... I guess that comes into Unless your I work schedule. To. Yeah. yeah. Wait, with being, you know, a podcaster, uni student, PT, when you can work out in the morning, it is a lot easier. Yeah. But sometimes, like if I have class, um, 6am to 7am and then clients, PT, I don't have the opportunity to work out in the morning. Yeah. So it's either work out at 4am or work out in the afternoon. Yeah. And I would prefer 4pm than 4am. Now, day in the life, we've done eating. We've done exercising, personal development and productivity. What's some things that you do uh, to develop your skills, your mindset, Mm -hmm. the way you work throughout the day, and most importantly, your productivity? What's some things that you're doing at the moment uh, to keep those at a high? So the night before, I write down in my phone notes a rough to-do list. Um, And when I wake up in the morning... I'll try not to look at my phone. I get up, I go and wash my face with cold water and brush my teeth, take out my retainer and then come back and do a meditation. Um, And that depends. I think like if you don't like meditation, what you need to do is find a meditation that you're looking for at that particular time. Do you use an app or do you have your own sort of way of meditating? For me, it's so much better I just YouTube them because you can find the exact one that you're feeling like. If you don't feel like doing one about gratitude, then you're not going to listen. Like Whereas like I love doing one about productivity and that makes me feel so productive, you know, through the day. So I do that, then I go and journal then yep. I go do my walk and those three things like that trifecta I have just loved incorporating back into my life absolutely love it so they're three major things for me when you journal what does that involve it's different every single day so there's prompts that I use um it might be scripting so scripting is where you write in the present or past tense things that you want to happen as if they've already happened or are happening I love doing that what do you call it when you are? Uh... 
Manifest? Manifest. Yeah. Manifestation. Yeah, manifestation. Big, big part. You love manifesting. Yeah, I do. 100%. Um, and yeah, so those two things, massive. Um, and then once I get back and I go to start, like, I guess work, well, not really work, but whatever, like doing podcast work and that sort of stuff or Nourish and Brunch work, um, that's where I put in, I take the list that I've curated the night before and then I yep. put it in on a hard copy. I write it out, anything else that's come up. Mm. Um, and you that do just love makes your checklist. Feel, yeah. Oh, that's something that I've... Wrapped uh, up on you. Yeah, exactly. I'm slowly getting better and better. Mm-hmm. You are. Uh, yeah. little, little yeah, black yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my journal. Mm-hmm. You write what you need to do. Yeah. You draw a box and when it's done, you scribble it in or give it a tick. And yeah. just science has proved that that's the most effective way. It definitely like, keeps you accountable when it's written down. But like even with the box, like it's people are more motivated by colouring it in than ticking or crossing. Really? Yeah, they did a there study on it. Um, and yeah, so that's another thing that I do, productivity. I just actually write that down. And once you've got that out of your head and down on paper, I feel like you can just focus on the rest of your day. Definitely. Anything else you want to touch on there? Or is that, That's, that pretty much the whole thing. sums it up. Yeah, I love, oh, I love, you know, in terms of like professional development, I love like just watching YouTube videos on like in my field and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now, another part, it's a big part of the podcast, big part of who you are was your nutrition course. It's where yeah. you learned a lot and where you developed a lot of your skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so give us a quick summary. What degree did you do? So I did a Bachelor of Human Nutrition yeah. at La Trobe University, Bundura. Yeah. How long did that go for? Three years. What made you go La Trobe in Bundura? Being right. a Wayne girl. Yeah. Wayne, Glen Rowan. Is that your closest one or was that where your friends were going? My what? sister studied there at the time. So we actually overlapped our degree two years, which was, oh no, one year, which was year. fun. Yeah. Give me a breakdown. What, what's some of the subjects they teach you in nutrition? what's one you enjoyed and one you didn't enjoy that much? So, well, the first whole year is really general. All the health practitioners will go through that first year. So whether you're a nurse, physio, nutritionist, dietitian, you all go through this first same year. It's really like general. So I didn't, that whole year, I didn't love. Um, Favorite subject was probably a subject that I did in my third year called, third year or second? Yeah, third year, first semester, third year, um, which is called Lifespan Nutrition, where I learned a lot about like, babies, pregnancy, infancy, and that's, like, a lot of my passion. Mm, yeah. Um, what's a subject you didn't like as much outside of those first-year ones? But something you struggled with or something you just... Oh, there was, a, there was a subject called... Uh, I can't remember. It was, like, a research-based subject. And my friend Tilly, who I did the degree with, she is going into research. And I just don't know how she's doing it because I would <laughs> never want to do that. So it was all about statistics and tables and numbers and all Yeah, just the boring side of nutrition, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's done. When did you finish that? Uh, I graduated last December, so last December, December 2019. Do you have any continued learning, any Anything you do at courses or anything at the moment that you're doing to improve your skill set? Yeah. So, well, while I was doing my university degree, I did my Cert 3 and 4 in fitness. Yep. At the moment, I'm doing an extension um, fitness course for pre and postnatal, as I said before. Um, I also am soon to undertake my meditation teaching course, which I'm excited about. I'm doing my wellness training. I've done level one and two. I'm about to do level three. Um, I'm a Firmwood Empower coach. For the moment, I think that's... That's, That's a lot, it. isn't it? <laughs> it is a lot, but yeah, I'm sure in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't seem like much. And I'm sure, is there a I want to go get my boxing set. Yeah. Because we've been boxing. You and me have been, been doing it. a bit of boxing, yeah. Yeah, so I want to get my boxing certification for yeah. sure. 
you know, I'd enjoy that for sure mm. as well. Um, tell me about the pre and postnatal. Oh, I love it. So pretty much it's, it's just an extension course and it allows a personal trainer to be able to serve um, and work with clients who are... Right. So it's pre and postnatal workouts, mm-hmm. essentially, or fitness. Exercise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and yeah, I just think, well, one, I don't think that any personal trainers should really be working with pregnant women who haven't done this. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just want to work with pregnant women. It should be a course in yeah. itself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like, you know, one of my goals, like life goals is to yeah. have a, like a yeah. Pilates and fitness studio It's got this very specific niche dream. It's very niche. Yeah. Very yeah. niche. Yeah. To but, have a yoga studio, studio mm-hmm. yoga studio attached to a house mm-hmm. on a beachfront in Torquay mm-hmm. where she trains pregnant mm-hmm. and newly born. What are they called? Newly born. <laughs> postnatal. Po- postnatal. Postnatal women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, trying to make that dream come true. Exactly. And step one, get your PT course. Step two, do postnatal. Yeah. Step three, buy a house in Torquay. Yeah. And <laughs> that number one three, might be guys. Fit. Number three, yeah. maybe two years. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see. See how this podcast goes. Yeah. <laughs> might come sooner than you think. Maybe. <laughs> Earlier you touched on Nourish and Brunch. Now, I know what it was like for you going through this. Uh-huh. But for the listeners who maybe weren't involved or haven't heard of it, tell us what Nourish and Brunch was. Yes. Yeah, so Nourish and Brunch started off as a singular event and it was in my hometown, Wangaratta. And it was essentially because I think that living in Melbourne for the last three years well you know before I moved home I was in Melbourne for three years there was an event for anything you could imagine um every single day of the week pretty much like every time like on a Wednesday night there would be something a women's circle or nutrition seminar and you know health expos on the weekends and we just didn't really have yeah they're really accessible in Melbourne and like it's not that very that hard to find one get a ticket to get your friends together Mm, exactly. Yeah. But in, in my grad, that wasn't the case. And I remember having a conversation with my mum who was like, well, if you want to do it, then why don't you do it? And I just, you know, I was in, had I graduated? No, I hadn't yet graduated. So no, 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 no. I, I remember mean, that was a can of worms. <laughs> yeah. You're in your third year. You were halfway through. Yeah. When it, Cause it was about June of 2019. You started. It was like August. Yeah, August, August of 2019 yeah. when it started. So, so I started planning it. Yeah. The actual event. What did that involve? So I had uh, three speakers planned yep. um, uh, to cover the three planned. pillars of yeah planned keyword there to um, cover the three pillars of health so mindset well being nutrition and fitness um, and That's the idea four, mindset well being was one oh okay right yeah. and then nutrition and fitness okay right just just checking you can okay <laughs> thank you um, and yeah the idea was just to bring a group of women together yeah. and in a brunch setting so. I wanted that feeling of like pretty pink, like fun vibe, yep. but also like personal development. You get to learn and you get to expand your mind and learn about the three pillars of health. So that's what I wanted to do. And yes, yeah, so I did that. That was on the 5th of January this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so who were the other um, speakers involved? So as I said before, I have had an amazing mentor in the PT world who was Vanda, but unfortunately she was really unwell. So she actually wasn't able to speak on the day. So um, my friend Shell, who uh, she actually runs the company GameCo, which is a netball clinic and like mindset, uh, young women motivation company. Um, and she spoke about um, mental well-being. Um, and then I covered nutrition, but it was a great day. 
It was, wasn't it? And oh, and there's also a podcast episode. We did a live podcast there, so oh, you, you can scroll back it, yeah. and listen to that if you want. What was that? When called, did you call it Nourish and Brunch? Yeah, it was episode? just the Nourish and Brunch live. Yeah. And it and was first episode of season two. On top of getting to listen to you guys speak and coming and experiencing the event itself, the visitors went away with a goodie box. They did. Yeah, I missed out on one of those goodie boxes. Did How you? About, yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You got a goodie bag, remember? Did I? Because you gave the earrings to... Oh, actually, yeah, no, I did. Sorry. Whoa. Unthankful me. Ungrateful. Um, what were some of the things in that goodie box? I remember that cookie that said Nourish and Brunch. That was the best thing Yeah, ever. so the but, cookie mum from Wangaratta, she was so beautiful. She reached out and she made a bunch of Nourish and Brunch cookies, which is so fun. Like cookies oh, that said NMB on so them. so yum. Um, Shelby's cookies donated. Yeah, those uh, we cookies were yum too. The beautiful girls from Bryce and Bone gave a um, pair of earrings to every single girl, which is amazing. I don't have my ears pierced, so I didn't get to experience yeah, that one. Yeah, unfortunately, Jaw couldn't do that. So, um, what else is in there? Slack. You should have just pierced your ears. Um, <laughs> we had um, a May Louise candle. So my my um, sister's business, she donated fifty candles because she's amazing. Um, Oh, and uh, Babs Body Care donated the, the, the deodorant that I use every day, which is um, toxin-free natural deodorant, which is a putty, and I absolutely love it. So she gave a sample to every single So it's guest. in like a little jar. When I saw it, I'm like, this is not deodorant. It just looks like face cream or something. Yeah. But yeah, it's in a little jar. You wipe it on your arms. You don't hear that And I love sh- it. Noise. I use the geranium and clary sage, and it is just divine. It does smell nice. Um, divine. So Nourish and Brunch, done and over. Mm-hmm. Do you have any future plans? Any a Nourish and Brunch Volume Two, or anything similar like that coming up? Yeah, so it was meant to be like a singular event, and once I just got into it, and yes, it was so much work, and I've never been so stressed in my life. Um, I just loved it. I freaking it, it loved it so much. Um, and you you really enjoyed it too. Like I it was did, just yeah. an awesome day. I was like a little PA. <laughs> yeah, you, the best running PA around ever. like a headless chook picking things up. You killed it. Yeah, thanks. Um, but Still I, I want to do. <laughs> but I want definitely want to do more of it. So I, um, I was actually planning an event for September, but that's not going to happen. No, not um, with the current climate. Climate. Yeah. yeah, although things are are improving, but um, yeah, looking at next year doing another one. Um, but it's really exciting. So in a few days, we are launching Nourish and Brunch Virtual which essentially we have five, four speakers. It's over five days. We're doing IGTV workshops, touching on meditation, touching on gut health, hormones, goal setting, values, um, having a strong why um, and fitness. So that's going to be really great. If you want more information, if you're listening to this at the time of recording, then um, jump over to my Instagram at Ebony May Health and you'll be able to see the links for that or the Nourish and Brunch Instagram, which is just at Nourish and Brunch. That's really exciting, but definitely want to make it really big. I, I think I always want it to be not-for-profit. Um, yeah. It's important to me that we're providing a service uh, for women to be able to connect, nourish, and grow. That's the slogan of the event. And I don't think that we should be making profit off that. I almost think that, like, we are, we're really, when we cover the nutrition side, well, when I covered the nutrition side of things, it was great to see a lot of people learning new things. But to me, it's things that we deserve to know, things about our body that... I think women all should know. So it was a good social event as well. Yeah, like I, a lot of people it was mingling, mm-hmm. meeting new people. Like that was when my mum met your mum. Yeah, it was yeah. I'm pretty sure it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And like that wouldn't have happened that early on. I don't think if you didn't have that event. Yeah, and yeah. It was just a good environment. Um, everyone was so nice to each other. Um, you know, and it's just the environment where you get to talk about, you know 
expanding your mind, learning new things. And it just brings out the best in people. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. And yeah, definitely it's something I want to do more of. And it's something I want to do in multiple locations. So yep. with you as my PA, I feel like... Anything is possible. This is true. Beautiful. So with all that we've talked about in mind, what are your goals going forward for Ebony May Health or just Ebony in general? Yes, yeah, so I want to continue developing and continue learning. I think I'm in an industry where you can never stop learning because it's an ever-evolving yep. industry. Um, I want to finish getting my wellness coach certification so I can start taking on wellness clients. That's a big goal of mine. Um, and what, even, do, what does wellness involve? Wellness coaching is like simply helping clients get from where they are, helping them get out of their own way and work out what they need to do to become the version of themselves that they want to be. Yeah. So and, is it a more all-rounded focus on health or yeah. well-being? Yeah. So it's yeah. a lot to do with goal setting, vision, like your vision statement, like working out what you actually want, your strong why, everything that I'm about. So I really yeah. enjoy it. That's definitely a goal. Um, I want to, yeah, obviously just progress more as a trainer, build up yep. my clientele. Um, and it would be awesome to one day have Ebony May Health as like a physical business of some yep. sort. I can't see myself like running a gym, but like, I don't know, something like that maybe. I don't yeah. know. Would you consider doing uh, boot camps? I would love to do boot camps, yeah. 100%. Is um, that something that might come out of after this whole coronavirus situation? Once you get your boxing cert, maybe something you can do on weekends? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Definitely something to think about. Um, or is it a bit further down the track? Well, I'll see. We'll yeah. see. I don't know. Um, but also, like, doing more with nutrition, I think. Just learning more and just, I guess, getting more well-rounded with it. Yeah. Putting it into practice. I've got um, someone who said I can do placement with them, so that's really exciting. Uh, as a nutrition... As a nutritionist, yeah. Nutritionist, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think just to keep doing things that I enjoy, I think... I don't know what's to hold, what's to come, you know, a few years down the track because the last four years of my life have, like, just been such dramatic change. Yeah, a bit of a roller coaster. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, this time four years ago, I didn't, like, I was only just, I only just enrolled in that I was going to study at university. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had generally just decided I wanted to do it. So it's crazy to see, like, you know, what's happened in that time. Where do you see yourself in 12 months? In 12 months, I really want to just be, like, I guess, better established. And that means, you know, building more of a foundation for my podcast, for my Instagram, um, having a clientele, bigger clientele um, and online clients who I'm, who I'm helping, like, day to day. Yeah. As something a bit more tangible for Ebony Mare Health. At the moment, it's more of, like, a little baby brand. It's not an actual business and changing that would be really great. And yep. in 12 months, I would have loved to have done another Irish and brunch. Where do you want the podcast to be? I just want it to be, I want it. There's a lot of dream guests that I have that I want to interview. Um, yep. and I want it just to, I want people to feel like it's something that they can listen to, to improve their knowledge, um, or just to like for entertainment. Yeah. Right. Great to hear. In this next segment, I've got 10 questions. I want Uh you to answer them as truthfully as you can Mm -hmm. and as quick as you can. I don't want you to ponder too much. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. What is your... We're starting off easy here, by the way. Okay. Favorite... No, that's not the question (laughs) I was going to ask. Crap, I'm going to have to get the new question. Favorite fresh fruit? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. I just imploded. Um, No! 
fresh fruit banana. Okay. Uh, biggest pet peeve? Um, oh, I have a few of them. I think when people sit next to you instead of across from you when there's only two of you. On public transport? No, no, no. When you go to eat somewhere or something or if you're going to have a conversation, don't sit next to the person, sit across from them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Just weird. I'll make sure I never sit next to you. Or again. when people walk um, behind me upstairs. I don't like it. I like to go up second because they okay. walk too fast. So I guess. Right. I like that one. <laughs> uh, are you scared of anything? Oh, mice. My, oh, <laughs> mice and rats. Really oh. Sometimes we see a leaf move and nobody <laughs> jumps at me like I'm a, like I'm a, like a cat up it's a tree. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm divulging. Um, next holiday, where's it going to be? New Zealand. Yes. Favourite colour? Baby pink. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> what was your favourite subject at school? Biology. Favourite sport? Soccer. An embarrassing fact to be yourself. Uh, an embarrassing fact about myself. Before I found out that I was gluten intolerant, I had an inkling, but I went out for breakfast on my 20th birthday and I had like a pancake and like some, someone had toast. I had some of that that had a lot of gluten. And then I was driving from Melbourne to my hometown to see my parents on my birthday. And I got a really bad tummy halfway home and I was on the freeway so I couldn't really stop I had a really gurgly tummy I really needed to do a poo and then I finally got to the service station as I was running in I accidentally pooed my pants and I was on my 20th birthday which is really embarrassing we're gonna have to put a warning up of some kind before that answer I think okay <laughs> see I thought you were gonna talk about the duck that you still sleep with the stuffed <laughs> duck I don't think that's embarrassing <laughs> Okay. I have a so, little yeah. duck that I got given when I was like... I don't kid. think it's embarrassing either, but I thought that might have been something And I sleep with it and his name's Quackers. <clears throat> What's something about yourself that you like to brag about? Um, That I like to brag about? Mm. Well, I think I'm a good cook. Oh, I think you are too. Like when I bake something good, I'm like, Ooh, boy, yeah. no. If someone says they don't like something that I cook, I'm like, nah, try, try mine. Okay, all right. I like that one. That's a good answer. Or like a smoothie or something. Last lot, but not least... Favorite piece of clothing? Ah, uh, jumpers, like really comfy really? jumpers. Oh, I thought you would have said your dressing Black gown. Shorts. Oh no, dressing gown. <laughs> dressing gown. Yeah, you live in a dressing gown. I have three gown. of them. Yeah, I live in bike shorts too, and jumpers. Yeah. Oh, so those bike shorts. Oh, bike wow. shorts, um, sports bras, jumpers, dressing gowns. And bike shorts are just well, they're shorts that are tight. Yeah, yeah. like I, I don't ride bikes. Yeah. Fun facts about me, I don't like bike riding and my boyfriend thinks yeah, it's the best thing on earth. Something your boyfriend is annoyed at you about. <laughs> I hate riding bikes. Yeah. I don't know who hates riding bikes other than Ebony. Oops. I just do not like it. If you don't like riding bikes, message me. We can start a group. Yeah. Your hatred of bike riding. Yes. Uh, right. Should we end on that note, Ebony? I think we should. Thank you very much for interviewing me. Thank you.